overnight after very lengthy talks at the Workplace Relations Commission, something of a deal was struck in relation to the 600 or so Tara Mines workers who are due to be temporarily laid off next Friday. Adrian Kane is the SIP2 divisional organiser and he joins me now. Adrian, I think it was into the very early hours of this morning after something like 15 hours of negotiations that a deal of some sort was struck. Can you take us through just the details, what it looks like now for the workers in terms of a retainer, maybe a guarantee of returning to their jobs if and when the mine reopens? Yeah, well, well just to say, yeah, we finished up um, uh, shortly after one o'clock um, um, this morning. I, I don't want to go into all the details because um, uh, we want our members to be the first ones to, to, to go through that and we will be meeting them on, on Monday evening. But just to, to outline the, the, the principles of the proposal that emerged from the, the Workplace Relations Commission, and it's a proposal that all three unions concerned will be recommending to its members. So in the first place, there, there is a, a, a modest retention allowance, which is something that we had called from, from the beginning if we weren't in a position to maintain the mine in, in production. And um, we, we have got a proposal in that regard. Very importantly for us is that we have a commitment that our members will return to the mine after um, the, the layoff period on their current uh, terms and conditions of employment. We have also had some improvement with regard to the numbers of people who will be retained to do the work around care and maintenance. And we've also had some input in relation to the composition uh, and the makeup of the workforce that would be retained over that period of time. Um, and finally, what I would say is that we, we there's a commitment for continued engagement um, with the unions and we would have a formal uh, review of the proposals then in the middle of October. And so protests will be called off, a ballot on Tuesday, results known Thursday, the mines will temporarily close on Friday. In all of that, to get you to that sequence and timeline and roadmap ahead for the week, did the government intervene? I know you were calling for that to happen. What was the role it played? Well, the, the, the government, to my knowledge didn't intervene, okay? Uh, and we had, uh, I mean, we, we had an, a number of engagements with government over the last number of weeks, uh, primarily uh, through the offices of um, uh, Minister Simon Coveney. Uh, and in fairness uh, to the Minister, I mean, we outlined what the state can do under EU state rules. Um, and I think there might be something further to be done down the line in relation to what energy costs could be offset. But the, 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 the bigger issue for us at this point in time, and we intend in meeting with a cross-party delegation of Oireachtas members on Wednesday, is this issue of social protection. We are an outlier in Europe in relation to what happens when people lose their job or in this situation where they're laid off and laid off indefinitely. And, and, and if this we... was happening in Belgium, people would be retaining 90% of their wage. If it was happening in Sweden, in the, the home of the mother country, people would be on 80% of the wage. And here we have a situation where people are back down straight on €220. Euro. So, I mean, we, all we have managed to do in, in this, and I'm not going to oversell this proposal, 
we were not able to save people's jobs or keep the mine in production. And when we were faced with that scenario, what we have tried to do through this proposal is to give them a, a modicum of, of comfort and to alleviate some of the hardship that they now have to endure for the forthcoming months. OK, and do we know, Adrian, how many will be laid off at this point? Is there an exact number on no, it? No, there, there is not an exact number. And the reason why I say that is that we, we would have agreed uh, an, a, a full-time equivalent number, which was an improvement from what the company claimed they needed. But as to how that translates into actual jobs in terms of job sharing, how that, that, that detail will have to be worked out. OK, so I don't okay. want to say that a specific number will be, will be laid off. That, okay. that will become clearer over the next week as to exactly how many people okay. um, and, will be needed uh, the care and maintenance uh, in, in trying to ensure that that is done in as fair and equitable okay. way as possible in an almost impossible situation. Okay. Thank you for that. We'll watch for the results of that ballot with the Tara Mines workers next Thursday. Thank you, Adrian Kane, Divisional Organiser with SIP2. Padder Tobin of Aintu to bring you in. This is your home territory. You've been talking to a lot of the workers this morning. What's been their reaction to that deal struck overnight? Well, there's a, there's a reaction of anger in general in relation to how the workers have been treated. So both the, the, the company, Belayden, and the government have radically uh, reneged on their responsibilities to the workers over the last while. Uh, before this deal was, was cast, uh, the, the, the company literally dropped the workers and left them with nothing, no uh, supports in terms of, of income uh, at all. That was the plan. So thankfully now this deal does provide for some level of retention uh, income um, and you know that's a positive. But remember, this company is extracting you know, Irish ore, paying very little corporation tax, very little royalties. It has a responsibility to its workers. The government have serious questions in terms of responsibility here as well. It is absolutely incredible that you know, the, the, one of the big factors here is the cost of electricity. And the government are refusing ideologically to remove on the cost uh, to move on the cost of electricity at all also funding has been given to uh, key IT companies such as uh uh, chip manufacturers uh, in relation to dealing with their energy costs. This has not been provided uh, to the, the likes of Tara Mines. And as well, that point that Adrian made there is key. Like These workers are being set, sent off an income cliff at the moment with little, little or no supports. The Minister Humphreys promised that she would bring in supports for people who are being uh, laid off or made redundant. She could bring that legislation through now in the same ways that the PUP legislation was brought in place at the time of COVID, but she's refusing to do it. Um, so, you know, the government have a responsibility to help uh, get the mine open again and to protect will, the workers. Will it open again? Uh, I, I'm hopeful that it will open again um, but the problem is that the price of zinc which is a key element of this doesn't look like it's going to increase uh, for a, a significant period of time I'd say definitely a mid-term uh, period of time so uh, that's a, a key element but the government like remember Mines are operating in Sweden with the same cost base as this mine. The only difference is that the cost of electricity is far lower in Europe. The Irish per unit cost of electricity is twice the European average at the moment. And that's what's, what, what's causing the difficulty. Okay. I'm facilitating the, 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 the unions to come up to Leinster House uh, on, on Wednesday. And I'd dearly love if the ministers will come in and listen to those unions and the state of about 800 workers uh, where they're at at the moment okay. and give them some help. I, Peter Burke of Fine Gael, I'll get you to respond to all of that in a moment. But first, Minister um, Simon Coveney, the Minister of French Price, Trade and Employment, was out and about this morning and he did uh, give us this uh, response and reaction to that deal being struck. At two o'clock in the morning, uh, they managed to find agreement, in principle at least, on 
on how to move forward. Uh, that agreement is now going to be balloted uh, to members in the next few days, so I don't want to talk about the detail of that for now. But I think this is a positive development. Uh, and of course, as a government, we're going to continue to work with trade unions and with management and tower mines, and if necessary, with the parent company, to ensure that as this facility moves into what's called care and maintenance, that, that, that we ensure uh, as a government that we make that period as short as possible. The government is doing a lot that we're not talking about publicly in terms of trying to assist with, with getting Tara Mines reopened again. There are some things we don't control, of course, like the Price of Zinc, which is the main factor here. But, but we can look at other areas in terms of how we can support the company. I see Tara Mines as a very strategic asset for the state. It's implied there, Peter Burke, that there was government maybe involvement behind the the scenes, maybe not public. <clears throat> Can you give any insight on what intervention, if any, there came from the government in all of this? Well, I, I do know Minister Coveney has been very active, along with Damien English, in relation to this issue. He met with the three unions as late as last Monday, uh, supporting them working through this process. Obviously, the WRC is the independent infrastructure for HR in our state, and it had to go and do its job. And it did so last night at two o'clock in the morning, got a resolution with the union. So I'd really thank the three unions and the WRC and the management for all that work. But as Minister Coveney said, this is a very strategic company. There are parameters within state aid rules that we have to be careful of, that we have to comply with. But we are committed to working very closely with the company. We're very committed to the six hundred and fifty workers and their families and all the associated contractors that work into this very important strategic name, name mine. And we will work. Excuse no, me, no, if I could finish. Let, let finish him finish the point, so We're very committed as a government and Minister Coveney has been very strong there. But trying to use megaphone diplomacy as Padder is so akin to using as one, one of the help. tools in his armoury, the government has been very supportive, worked very closely and will continue to support this operation into the future. Padder, you're looking for a specific... The union have already said that they've got no help, you know, and... Minister Simon Coveney sounds like the Minister for Observations here, watching the process. He hasn't provided anything and the Minister we have here today hasn't. And in actual fact, Eamon Ryan has been asked to meet with the with uh, the company management for over the last year in relation to licensing issues, energy issues, and he's refused to do so. There is a strong belief, genuine belief in me at the moment, that the Green Party especially are not interested in extraction uh, industries at the moment. And that's one of the reasons why they're not helping uh, okay, in this and area. I don't have the Green Party here to defend themselves. Um, Marie, Farrell to bring you in off Sinn Féin. Do you think the government did enough here? Is the deal that's been struck going to bring enough certainty for workers in the short term? I think the government have literally been sitting in on their hands in relation to this. I've never I've never seen anything like it. If you contrast it the way they um, react, and rightly so, when they, there's talk of um, losses within the tech sector, um, you know, you can you hear it from the government. But when in relation to these jobs, I mean, we're talking about hundreds of jobs um, that are directly hired. But then you're also talking about, obviously, the add-on of uh, impact in the area of really thousands um, of jobs, countless families. I just can't believe that the government haven't been in any way um, proactive in relation to this. Like, I mean, I heard what Simon Coveney said there and I, I hear what Peter is saying as well, but I don't see any concrete action. We've heard it from the union here today that they don't believe um, that there has been action from government. You are talking about people's lives here, livelihoods here. You're talking about th- a whole community, um, a whole county, if not further afield, that is really directly impacted by this. We're obviously going to have to see what the workers say in relation to um, this particular proposal 
proposal and uh, and we'll have to see how they vote next week. Very briefly, Peter Burke. The government did not do anything more for the tech sector than it did for Tara Mines. It made no financial intervention in the tech sector. It met with the key actors involved in relation to the tech sector. And similar here, it's met with Tara Mines. It's met with um, the unions, which is very important. And essentially, this is a very strong company that the government is committed to working with for the future. And it is a very strategic company and we will work closely with them. Okay, we have to leave that there. We'll be back after the break with analysis of the summer economic statement.